Hello, everybody. Welcome back to my podcast, Ariel's Whisper. Guess what? I am back to Taipei, Taiwan right now, officially at home. I have been in quarantine for the past 14 days, and oh my goodness, let me tell you all about it. So <laughs> this episode is going to be about how I suffer through, I'm just kidding, how I went through, actually with quite a lot of joy and peace, and um, lots of like epiphanies and realizations throughout my 14-day quarantine experience in Taiwan. So unlike um, the policy in Canada where it was three days in hotel and then you're welcome to go back home for the rest of the 11 days for the total of 14-day quarantine, it's actually a little bit different here in Taiwan where we would actually have to be locked in a hotel. Okay, I'm not going to be negative. Not locked, but enforced okay um well like yeah kind of forced to stay in a hotel for 14 days and then we're allowed to go back home but we would have to be at home for another seven days after that just to make sure that you don't have any symptoms and you're safe and healthy so it's actually uh, much more i guess like cautious here the government is much more cautious in asia for sure and um, for me when i was doing my quarantine in canada i actually really liked it um, I think it was quite an enjoyable experience at home just because there were not a lot of distractions. I was able to focus on my work yet still somewhat interact with my brother at home. Um, I mean, we would still stay in separate rooms and try to like um, maximize distance, but at least there is still someone in a home that you know you can like kind of talk to. And um, that was also when I started picking up cooking while I was doing quarantine in Canada. And I was just like very much enjoying my life there. I was like, you know what? I could probably do this for like forever. So <laughs> when I thought of doing quarantine in a hotel in Taiwan, I told myself that it would probably be the same and I would enjoy it just as much. I mean, you're in a freaking hotel. <laughs> like everything is there for you and there's nothing that you really have to worry about because they provide everything for you. But actually... Um, yeah, so this is what I want to share with you guys. So basically for the first 10 days, I was pretty okay. I mean, um, for the first three days when I landed, um, it was a little bit hard for me because it's kind of like you're on a very long break for three months and everything is just very chill. You don't really have to worry about life that much because you're just on vacation, right? And the whole purpose of being on vacation is to not think about reality. <laughs> It's like a little escape. But once I was back in Taiwan, I felt the stress already, even though I wasn't really doing anything. Um, I felt the stress of just like facing work and facing reality. And um, I almost felt homesick in a way as well. Um, I guess because I had a lot of friends and just good company and good friendships in Vancouver, good community. So when I left, I actually was a little bit sad. <laughs> But I'm also really, really thankful. Um, I think to my surprise when I came back to Taiwan, even though I kind of dreaded it, like literally one or two weeks before I came back to Taiwan, I was having a little bit of just like this down period of, oh, I don't want to go back to reality. But when I landed in Taiwan, like there were um, a lot of friends and like family who reached out and they're like, hey, welcome back home. You know, it's uh, it's time for you to come back. We miss you and all that. And it made me really feel warm hearted. 
And I felt that, you know what, I also have my community here. I'm very grateful for just all these people, amazing people in my life. So I have nothing to complain about. It's just a change in location. And coming back to work can't be that bad. <laughs> But yeah, like the first three days, I kind of struggled through that. Um, I was just trying to like pick myself up and just tell myself that hey like you gotta like <laughs> you gotta be tough be strong and um, you can do this like don't be afraid so that was the first three days and then on day four interestingly I realized that as humans we adapt really quickly and especially for me maybe it was because how I grew up I was constantly between back and forth between Canada and Taiwan so I developed this ability to adapt really quickly so on day four I felt that hey you know what quarantine's actually not bad I really really enjoy what I'm doing now and I thought I would share a little bit of routine that I go through every day just to get through I guess the same setting Um, the same environment that you're in every day in a hotel, tiny room. So what I do is that every day I wake up around eight or nine and then I would first thing open up the darn curtains. Oh my goodness, guys, the curtain opening act is so crucial. Like before um, actually booking my hotel, I was thinking of just getting a hotel without windows and I think I should be fine. I mean, like, does it really matter that much? Because with a window, it was actually much more um, pricey. <laughs> But my parents were like, you know what? We think you really need a window or else you would probably go crazy. So I followed their advice and indeed, oh my goodness, If you're looking for a quarantine hotel in the next, I don't know, in the next few months, make sure that you get one with a window because it makes such a big difference. Um, I have another friend who is also a YouTuber called Pierre. Um, he also came back one day after me and he couldn't book a hotel without a window in Taipei and he had to literally go to Taoyuan to book that hotel. He's like, yeah, no way I'm not getting a hotel without a window. So it really makes a difference. So highly suggest you <laughs> if you're going through this, I hope you don't have to go through quarantine, but just being able to look out the windows and feel the sunshine and just feel the world outside. I think that's really what makes us human alive. Yeah, so back to my routine, I would open up the curtains and I would just kind of take a look outside and then I would uh, boil my water, pop a few probiotic pills that I've been trying recently just to adjust my gut, especially with the jet lag, my system is kind of messed up. And then um, before the water is actually boiled, I would meditate for a bit. So about like five to 10 minutes just to let my emotions sit and set my intentions for the day and just allow myself to calm and enjoy the present. <laughs> and then after that, I would literally pull out my oatmeal combo. Okay, so this oatmeal combo, I think, Like it works so well for me. I've had it for 14 days consecutively. And usually I'm one who really craves variety and the things that I eat. I'm very particular with it. But this combo, I've been eating it and I want to share with you. So basically it's xinrenfen. Um, so there's this like almond powder. 
Actually, you know what? It's called apricot kernel flour or slash powder. I literally just Googled this. <laughs> so it's different from almond, um, like the almonds that we usually eat with nuts. Like for example, like, uh, you know, cashews, pecans. It's different from that. It's actually like the apricot kernel. And I guess they like grind it and they add in like some other additives and preservatives, but it tastes so good. <laughs> so that itself, I would um, also add a little bit of black sesame powder along with this like wheat powder that uh, the government gave to us as like a care package when we first arrived at the hotel. So it's just this mixture of a very Chinese I guess hot drink in the morning and I literally felt like an old grandma <laughs> drinking this. It's very nutritious, not a lot of sugar, but fills you up, makes me happy. Sometimes I add in a little bit of oats just to add in some fiber or to make myself feel a little bit more full if I don't feel, uh, I guess, like satisfied with just a powder mixture. But anyway, um, I highly recommend if you also like a hot drink in the morning and you want something a little bit filling but nutritious and not uh, too sweet, this is definitely a very good mixture. So yeah, I would have my cup of, uh, I guess, this like blend. And then um, I would just like sit there and then watch uh, the city outside. Then I would put on some music. I really do find that music makes such a difference, especially um, when you're alone in that tiny space. In order to create, I guess, some kind of change, music is a very, very good thing. So I would uh, put on some light music and I found myself actually very drawn to classical music nowadays. Like during my lunchtime, I would literally play um, this like international Chopin. Okay, I googled again. It's called Chopin. <laughs> this uh, international Chopin piano competition. Um, it was streamed online on YouTube. So I have actually been following their streams and their competitions um, during my lunch hours, which uh, had actually, you know, like changed a lot for my mood. Like I felt more at peace. And it really, I don't know, there's just this magic to um, classical music that can kind of like, calm you and also help you work more productively like i would feel like you know what i gotta like get my shit together i'm just kidding okay beep <laughs> anyway that's kind of like my morning routine i would um, put on some music and then like you know do my bathroom business brushing teeth washing my face skincare routine and then i would come back to my um office desk well what i call like my office desk my working space and i would just literally start off the day with some um, bible studying and then replying some messages and i would plan out the rest of my day on this app called Notion. So this app is like literally um, my life. <laughs> like if you look at my Notion, you would literally see my life in a nutshell. I have literally all the lists, uh, for example, my to-do list, my journaling, um, even like my counseling notes, sermon notes, um, <laughs> my grocery list, <laughs> everything is on there. Like my lyrics, my work, 
Um, it's just so useful for me, um, especially I'm kind of like an organization freak when it comes to work. I really like to plan out work in advance if I have to um, really focus on doing this thing. So highly recommended for people who like organization and structure. And I think that has been really keeping me um, disciplined also with the habits that I want to develop. So I found that quarantine was actually a really good time for building habits because it's like 14 days. So I know people say that, oh, you need like 21 days. And even the newest research said that you need 66 days to maintain the habit because apparently 21 days is only for like forming the habit and you have to really maintain it right to get it going um, and not just like for a short period of time but I think 14 days is a good start so I told myself that I would want to sleep early I want to uh, lose a bit of weight that I gained in Canada I was too happy there eating all the high calorie foods and um, I also disciplined myself to exercise and also read and so before I start my work, like after my bathroom business, I would um, go to my work desk and I would pull up this book called Die With Zero, which um, thanks to my friend Nacho, shout out if you're listening to this, he bought it for me because he has been talking to me about this book and it has really changed his life. And as I was listening to him speak, I really identified um, with, I guess, like the struggles mentioned in the book. So. It was really, really nice of him to uh, gift me this book, and I've been starting to read it since I was in quarantine. And for me, it was pretty mind-blowing. Um, I had calculated my life expectancy, um, and I realized, you know what? Um, I think there's only like 20,000 days, 20,000 plus days in average for a person to live on Earth. And... Uh, you know, we got to really make the most out of every single day that we're here. We're not here for long, you know? But anyway, maybe next time when I'm finished a book, I can do another episode on this Die With Zero book. So, you know, you can probably look forward to that or not. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> got to finish the book first. But anyway, back to my quarantine life. I think um, what I really wanted to share with you guys is the fact that I thought I was an introvert, so I would be fine with quarantine. I was totally happy with recharging alone. Love just the quiet space and quiet time with myself. But then on day 11, I was really, really hit by this wave of actually feeling pretty down and depressed. And I was, to be honest, really shocked because I didn't know that I would come to this day feeling that, oh my goodness, I really want to go out. Like, I really need real human interaction. And even I scared myself because, um, you know, before in Taiwan, when the lockdown first happened, I could be at home for like straight up 18 days consecutively without even having any urge to step out of the door. Like literally on the 19th day, I stepped out because my family was like, you know what, this is so unhealthy, you need to go out. So I thought I was like completely fine just being at home, but turns out that human interaction is just something that I guess as humans, we really, really need. Even for such a true introvert like me, 
I really felt that, and、um, I remember calling my parents, calling my my brother in Canada, calling my friends that day, and just be like, "Hey, you know, I'm a little bit down. I'm just, you know, probably need someone to talk to." <laughs> but yeah, the twelfth day was also a little bit like this,、um, but it was a little bit better. But interestingly enough, on day thirteen and fourteen, I think it's because we are approaching the very, very end, and it's like the final stretch, and you can kind of see,、um, you know, the terminal. So it's a little bit easier when you can kind of see it in front of you. You just have to like. Really, really、um, hanging there for the final stretch. So I was actually counting down and feeling a little bit like, oh, what if I miss this? I'm gonna like cherish this last bit. You know, it's kind of like when you're finished a meal, almost finished a meal, and you really savor that last bite. That's kind of like me when I approached those last two days. So <laughs>、um, I got over it. You know, I'm like here, and literally the first thing out of quarantine, I told my family who picked me up, I was like, "Let's go have some dumplings," because <laughs> I've been craving dumplings for the longest time. Even though I never really eat dumplings when I was in Taiwan, but for some reason, I guess like quarantine just does weird things to you. Like your body just starts craving things that you don't really eat. I don't know. Is that like pregnancy? Is it the hormones? I don't know, but <laughs> being locked in just a tiny space for fourteen days has really made me appreciate、um, the connections, <laughs> like human connections that I have in life, and it made me more appreciative of just、uh, you know the reality. Even though reality might contain stress, might contain a lot of uncertainty and chaos, but I still feel like you know that's much better than just. Being alone and not、um, having any sort of this sense of being alive, I think there's a difference between surviving and being alive. And I think I'm definitely striving to be more than just surviving. I want to be alive. Come on, we only have so many days. What twenty thousand days? Yeah, twenty thousand days here on Earth. Make the most out of it, guys. <laughs> But yeah, lastly, I just want to end off with,、um, I guess, concluding、um, overall tips on surviving quarantine. I really hope that COVID does not get worse. In fact, I really hope that COVID disappears soon. Don't know if that's possible. But if you have to go through some kind of quarantine in your future, my tips would be: first of all, really have a space with window. So at least you feel a bit more connected to the outside world, and you can feel the sunshine. And even, you know, there's no sun, you can still breathe in fresh air, or at least like imagine breathing in fresh air. <laughs> anyway, the second point I would say is to stay connected to people who you can contact via phone or even just、uh, messaging. Usually, I'm not a person who really likes to do phone calls, but during quarantine, I really appreciated people who called me up. We did video calls, audio calls, even just like online messaging. I think that really helped me、um, get through some some hard times too when I felt alone. And I think the third point is to just have. You know, good books and、uh, good videos, YouTube,、um, Netflix shows, just to keep you occupied. Good music. 
think music really changes the mood. It can really uplift your mood. And some Netflix shows that I watched was obviously Squid Game because everybody has been watching that. And I also watched Hometown Cha Cha Cha, which I actually interestingly really, really like. Um, usually I'm not a big fan of such long episodes of drama, but I really enjoy it. And I think it's just something that I could watch while doing work, while I eat. Um, and it's been really soothing and really therapeutic because there are certainly a lot of scenes of the nature, blue waters, um, the interaction between the characters are very genuine and it just warms up your heart, you know? It's just one of those dramas that make you feel good and I really enjoyed it. So I totally recommend you if you want something lighthearted, go for it. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think this concludes my quarantine experience. Right now I'm just currently at home. I'm very glad to be at home and yeah, guys, let's just make the most out of our days, you know? Uh, I hope you never have to go through quarantine, but yeah, it definitely makes you appreciate life much more, much, much more. <laughs> okay, so at the end of this episode, I would like to end off with the song called 错过, um, Transient Love, but instead of the actual version, I want to introduce this very exclusive piano version that I did two years ago when it was first released. I actually posted this um, private video of my um, piano rendition of this song on my blog when I used to have a blog and it's only open to um, core fans. So here you go. Today you get to listen to the complete version of this piano rendition. And I hope you enjoy it. I thought I would just like bring this up because I talked about listening to classical music with piano and the orchestra. And yeah, I hope this song brightens your day or at least helps you ease your uh, heart a little bit. So yeah, enjoy Transient Love and uh, I'll see you next time. Stay safe, stay healthy. Bye.